What's up, guys? This is Manuel. This is Phoenix. And this is Full Drop Podcast. As always, we want to thank everyone who tuned in to our last episode, which was uh, What's Going On. It was uh, definitely, you know, really... I, th- I think it was an uh, episode that needed to be done just because I, I feel like every episode had, you know, like a backstory behind it, like why we're doing it or like one was just of StockX or, you know, History versus Hype, whatever it might be. And uh, the last episode, we really just got to catch up on current events, talking about sne- sneakers, shoes, um, clothing, all that good stuff. Um, how do you think it went, Phoenix? Yeah, man, I think it went really well. Um, like you said, it's it's dope to just catch up on things. There's a lot going on within our culture um, of what we're into and everything. So to just sit down and talk about it is uh, something we haven't really done since probably the first episode, I want to say. Um, and, you know, it's just dope to go back over things and everything and get, you know, our opinions and just kind of go over all that. But I, I think it was a really good episode. And I think uh, maybe we just do, you know, one every kind of six, seven episodes or something yeah. like that. It'd be just nice. Um, got a lot of good feedback on it, too. So shout out to you guys. Shout out to everyone who listens. Little plug, you guys can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and the Anchor app. Um, that was episode 14 that we just did. So uh, we got a lot of you know great episodes for you guys and go check them out on you know all those platforms yeah for sure um i think it's always good to you know just go back to your roots and that's like our first episode that's what we did mm-hmm. you know and um it's just crazy how far we've uh, come from that first episode yeah, for sure. we were really awkward in that first yeah. episode just <laughs> talking and we weren't really comfortable with you know uh like just being ourselves really and it's just become a conversation now and um i just love the support that we've received from it the you know meeting new people i want to give a special shout out i was supposed to do this a while ago i purchased a um a a bart not a bart simpson but a homer simpson uh duffy t-shirt from one of our subscribers on youtube um who subscribed to our youtube channel which is at uh full drop tv and uh make sure you go subscribe and look at our, our content but it's really dope you know he, he hit me up on instagram saying that he saw our videos he subscribed and he saw that i was looking for um like anything that really had to do with the simpsons and like t-shirts and yeah he just hooked me up with it and i just think it's crazy still that although we're not at a certain level where you know everybody's hitting us up um you know wanting to you know throw us a deal on on stuff but like we just started that youtube channel out of love for what we do mm-hmm. and then we have people that not only love the the videos that we that we put out and that we promote but they also like the same things that we like and you know they're they're willing to say hey you know what i know you love this um i have this i share the same passion you can have this shirt you know hook me up love price and everything so i, I think it's crazy still that we have people out there that are subscribing watching our stuff and really enjoying it for sure man yeah and like that's it's just really cool to even if it's just one person to like uh you know just comment and be you know have questions or just anything like that uh, the more people we can help you know is the better and that's something that we're really strong about and just connecting with everybody whether it is in Des Moines or just nation you know in uh in the nation too uh just people that are into the same thing that we're into and just keep the conversation going yeah, you know for sure. um getting into kind of just a couple of things first before we get into uh today's interview uh what what's been going on with you and your company man uh i've just been pushing pre-orders right now uh we're taking pre-orders for the air jordan 14 uh ferrari um it's been going pretty well we've already had a couple people pre-order um we're just getting ready for all the easy releases and everything um and i just showed you the vances that we're still sitting mm-hmm. that's a lot of people asked us about those and that's why that's why we didn't take pre-orders for those it's just because i had a feeling that they were gonna sit and they are 
Um, like I said, you guys want. I seen some people trying to do like like a little bit of profit off of it, but I'm like, why would you? It's full size. Yeah, run on easy I mean, it's full size run on easy supply, and uh, we're actually gonna show that. Funny thing is, uh, we're gonna show a clip of that um, in our video that we just shot. It's gonna be a new video um, of called "Hype Beast Be Like." So stay tuned for that. But um, besides that, just been trying to pump out new videos. Mm-hmm. I've been thrifting a lot lately. I found. Um, a Tommy basketball, Ralph soccer ball, which for those people who don't know are like pretty collectible items. Um, I've just been, you know, grinding out. I'm going uh, to different thrift stores in the morning really early, trying to hit up a lot of spots, trying to reach out to more people who are in the sneaker community um, and making connects that way and just, you know, all around um, building the brand up. How about you? Yeah, man. So I've just been, you know, pushing um, product over with Bowie at Illis. Um, you know, we run the archive over there, this, uh, the vintage, you know, section. Um, we're pushing all the summer t-shirts and things like that. So got a lot of summer tees for everybody if you're local. Um, other than that, it's event season. So it's oh, coming. Yeah. Um, my first event um, is this Saturday. It's at uh, Rumors Des Moines um, mm-hmm. over at 4211 uh, Chamberlain Avenue over right by the shops at Roosevelt. Uh, if you guys know the record store, Rogue Music Planet, it's right there, um, inside there. But we're actually doing an event. It's a flea market outside. It's gonna be myself, Bowie, and uh, like 13 other vintage vendors and stuff. Um, all different, you know, kind of types of vintage as well. It's gonna be really dope. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys stop out. If uh, It's gonna be from 10 to 6 uh, p.m. So mm-hmm. definitely step out if you guys are, you know, available and everything like that. Lots of good vintage there. Uh, then after that, July 7th, uh, we got the uh, Culture Shock Flea Market that, uh, you know, we're putting on, like, Illust and, you know, just all of us, we're putting on. It's going to be have more of a vintage feel, though. Like, a lot of vintage vendors are going to be there. The dope thing is, it's it's free, guys. So if you guys have a table or a rack or anything like that, hit me up. Uh, hit Illust up or anything like that. And just uh, let us know that you're coming. Like, just don't show up to the day yeah, at the yeah. table. Like, let, let us know that you're coming and everything like that. But um, it's free. So if you guys want to promote yourself and everything like that, uh, it's going to be dope. We're going to have, you know, just some food there. It's going to be some music. Um, but the thing I'm really excited about, I've always wanted to do this. I've always wanted to bring a flea market to um, Des Moines and kind of mm. have that vintage feel that, you know, people get out in the coast or, you know, down south and stuff because we don't get it a lot here. And I, I wanted to do something different. And so, you know, I was talking with uh, Justin and Illis and talking with Ed, you know, just all the guys. It's like, why don't we do something like this? It'd be dope. And it's a good, um, you know, little kind of segue into Culture Shock DMI, which is July 27th at mm. Bel Air. So, um, gonna be a yeah just dope event but it's event season man That's, yeah it's my favorite time of the year i love going to events and promoting uh the business and just meeting new people and networking and everything it's it's what makes me like just love to do what i do yeah. so uh yeah man so it's, it's a lot of fun um i'm coming out with merch soon um not giving away the details yet but uh something sparked and you know sometimes that happens i don't like to come out with stuff that i'm not happy about so I'm happy about this one. It's coming out um, definitely b- before the end of summer. I can't mm. wait to push it out for you guys. And uh, yeah, that's that's definitely talking it. about that too. We um, four drop podcast. Uh, as, as far as things look right now, we're planning on dropping some merch on uh, the day of Culture Shock in mm-hmm. uh, Valair. Yeah. So I'm super excited for that. Um, I think the designs looks is gonna look pretty dope, and all around, I think it should turn out really good. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like we just wanna yeah, we just wanna like get something for you guys yep. to just rock and you know just something different it's gonna be cool you guys when you guys see uh, we're gonna release it probably here soon and yeah. um 
just yeah just wait on it man it's gonna I'm be super a, excited yeah, it's gonna be dope and, it took a, a while oh yeah yeah for sure and then uh yeah just uh you know manny and i are really just trying to push out content for you guys too that's that's really what's been going man like non-stop just pushing out hustling. content yeah hustling grinding that's that's all we can do uh but getting into today's kind of uh interview uh we have an interview with the homie marcos or uh comms yep. um he's he's coming in uh he's gonna be talking with us about you know what uh the journey from where he started uh we're talking you know sneakers talking about kind of you know what sneakers he's into um all the way down to music his take on what the local scene in um here in iowa kind of uh, either needs or is progressing in uh talking about fashion he's a big fashion guy too uh so i'm, I'm really excited about for, uh, this one we've been trying to get it for a while yeah. trying to schedule out things um, you know, we're both busy and everything, so try to work out different schedules and stuff. So uh, I'm really excited about this one. Man. Same here, man. I, I can't wait to, uh, you know, have someone who uh, I think this is our youngest guest, right? I would say. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, just, you know, really show um, what he has to offer. I mm -hmm. love his music and uh, his like his style and everything is so dope. Not only, like I said, his music, but how he dresses yeah. and how he goes about, you know, picking certain items to wear. And I really want to... Uh, talk to him about that definitely man well uh without further ado man like you know let's let's stop talking let's stop yapping man and uh let's get into it all right guys and we're back here with the artist known as julian aka formerly known as comms yes yeah uh, hey, man how's it going man i'm doing solid how are you guys good All man right. uh, we've been waiting for this interview man we've been trying to work it out since we you started have, man and we've been on this shit I've, I've been i'm happy that i can be a Dude, part of I'm, this i'm so excited man so kind of getting into the beginning of all this um why don't you just tell us about yourself man uh my name is julian like you said formerly known as comms comandante i am more than a rapper now, I'm a musician. I've been teaching myself instruments and shit, production, all that. Uh, from California, I was raised in Oakland, and uh, I love style, clothing, shoes, and I'm obsessed with all of it, man. Just know. So yeah. this is my spot. I'm, I'm in the right place you're, right you're now. You're in the right place, oh, yeah. man. Uh, definitely, man. And uh, you consider yourself as a musician, and yeah. like that's something that I see such a... There's such a like a, a divide in, like... There's people that rap or things like that. They're like, oh, I'm just a rapper. But yeah. music is such a, a wide range of things, and I feel like people can get into. Um, kind of taking it back, how'd you get started into music? Um, I always have been like kind of a writer. When mm. I was a kid, I would write stories and screenplays and shit like that. I still do nowadays. But uh, when I was in sixth grade, we had this dude come. His name was Rollo. And he was just like, all right, I'm here to teach kids how to rap. And I had this freestyle that I did in front of like all my classes, and I was brand new in Iowa. So then, I, oh, I fucking bombed, man. It was horrible. And then ever since then, I was like, I'm going to write a good verse, and I'm going to make up for it. And then I just started rapping. And then uh, as time passed by, I realized that like music is a good way to you know release your soul out into the world, show people how you feel. So... It was like I hopped on it before everyone was on that. You know, I want to be a rapper. Shit, yeah. I was just like, I just like making rap music. I just like uh -huh. making music. You know, yeah, something sure. cool and liberating about it. For sure. And you know, when was kind of like the first actual like track you recorded, and what was it, you know kind of your thoughts yeah. like when you <laughs> released it, or like just when you were recording? Um, my first song that I recorded. Uh, I used to live in Iowa City, and out there there's a spot called UAY called United Actions for Youth. And uh, my friend was like, dude, there's this open mic going on. We should do it. 
So I was like, okay, cool. So we went and did it, crushed it. It was cold. And then they were like, yo, we got a studio here and we'll give you free studio time. So I was like, all right, cool. So I was in that bitch for like three hours recording yeah. two songs, you know, because I had no clue what I was doing. Yeah. So I was just messing around. So I recorded one song and it might be, I think it's on Bandcamp somewhere. I think okay. it's still out yeah. there. I have a couple tracks that are like still up. Um, and it was called Start Off. And when I recorded it, looking back at it, I mean, it was cold for a first song, yeah. you know, like yeah. for a first little track to just... It was I was on that boom bap shit too. It was to the uh, it was to uh, what the fuck was the name? Uh, Most Devs, Miss Fat Booty. Oh shit! That was the beat it was to. <laughs> you know, like so I just heard that as a kid and I was like, this is this is a cold ass beat. I need to write to this. And it was the first song where I like recognized, oh, I have potential. Like I can actually do this okay. shit. Like a lot yeah. of people were writing, you know, funny ass raps and yeah. stuff. But but you I were re- trying to take it a little bit more serious. Yeah, you saying? yeah. Right then and there, I was like, oh, I can actually do this shit. Exactly. <laughs> like. And then, yeah, fast forwarding to today, mm-hmm. um, where do you think as an artist you've grown the most in and kind of, uh, you know, excelled uh, maybe in some uh, places within your artistry? I feel like uh, when I first started off, I was very like one track minded. You mm-hmm. know, like I said, I was only like boom, bap ass, old school rap beats and shit. And now I'm able to really see the artistic side of not just my music, but other people's music as well creating music for a while you really learn like oh shit every song on this album had work put into it you know a lot of pe- the times people um you go on apple music or spotify or whatever you click a song and like you just see what's starred what's mm-hmm. like what's the most popular songs but the person took the time to write that shit you know write record repeat do whatever they had to do to their track so i feel like i grew uh more empathetic you know, as an artist and uh, more open-minded, you know, opposed to just writing over fucking Tupac beats when I was yeah. like in ninth grade. That really plays into what we've been doing because we realized, especially like we started our YouTube channel mm-hmm. and we were just looking at old videos. Like I'm like, oh well, they're they're this person probably just you know filmed a couple minutes and just made it into a video. But we've been we film sometimes for a whole week and it's just a 15 minute video. Yeah. But now seeing really like the the real work and hustle that you have to do to make that video, it really like completely changed our mind. Just like you said with music. I mean, I feel like all artistry is like that too. Yeah. All mm-hmm. creation, you know. And like I've been seeing you guys' progression and it's dope. Like mm-hmm. I've I've been a fan for a minute too. Thanks, like man. I said, Bowie's like one of my favorite episodes. So, I mean. I'm happy we're you know on the on yeah. the same level, same page on the with the whole artistry thing. Definitely, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, man. So, as you know, uh, you said you know you do listen, which you know definitely appreciate. Uh, our main kind of thing within um, our podcast, we talk you know we talk sneakers, clothing, yeah. music. Um, kind of getting into sneakers. Uh, I know I've seen you rock sneakers. You know between mm-hmm. Nikes, between you know just everything. Uh, what's current in your rotation that you're rocking? Like, what's your your go tos? Um. To be honest, I'm from California, so Cortezes are like mm. my the California. classics. Yeah, man, <laughs> man. Like just know when I was a kid, like I saw them here and there, mm-hmm. and then like as growing up, I like started to realize the culture behind them. So I don't know, man. Probably the red, white, and blue Cortezes are like yeah. classic. Yeah, yeah, classics. You yeah. know the Forrest Gumps. I got my pair out in Oakland actually, hey. and those are. Those are it's my different. babies. Yeah. You, you get Cortez's here, but then if yeah. you get them out of Cali, it's... it's like, it's I pulled up and I was like, I need a California shoe. Yeah. What do we got? And then I saw them and I was like, yo, yeah. those are the ones. Those are the ones right there. But I wear them, to be honest, more than I should. I'm surprised they're as clean as they are because yeah. <laughs> I wear them shits everywhere. But Definitely. 
Probably my favorite shoe all time, to be honest. So, right now, at least. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I love that you spoke about, like, you know, the difference. Uh, oh, I, I never really thought about that, like, getting a shoe that's that people think about, hey, California, it's the Cortez. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking about California and, you know, the roots and everything, are you big into Vans or Dunks more? Vans, Vans to be yeah. honest. I went through a lot of phases as a kid. So, like, first it was Chucks and then it was Vans. And I was on Vans for like years, yeah. man. I had like all like all the cool ass little kid colorways that yeah. you could get, all the checkers, like the checkered red and black. I remember um, Vans like every year for school, my parents would give me a new pair of Vans right at the end of the summer for you know to kick off the year. Yeah. And I was the shit with those Vans, man. Like I said, I had the cool colorways, the I had all the variations of them, the classics, the bulky ones. And even when I was uh, growing up, I was a bit of a skater for a minute too. And, I mean, like I said, I love Nike shoes. I'm not knocking dunks yeah. at all. I fuck with them. There's some crazy-ass colorways. I need to get, I think there's a Doom ones. Yeah. I need we, to get the Doom ones. Oh, my God. We just saw a pair come into uh, Illis, and, oh, man. It's People just, slept. They were, yeah. They, were, yeah. they were here for about a month, and then, yeah, they sold. But they should sort of have gone in a week, man. Yeah. 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 Damn, those are one, but that's one. Or uh, the Daylaws. Yeah. I really like the Daylaws. I was pissed that I, I don't know if they're still here or not, but I, yeah. need, to, I need a cop. Yeah, no. That's for sure. Do you, um... In that scene in Cali, did mm. you see a lot of dunks? Did you see a lot of? I mean, I know Vans are very oh, like yeah. Vans, Chucks, Cortez, and stuff mm. like that. Um, how was the dunk scene kind of there when you were out there? When I was a kid, uh, like around like I was grew up in the Bay too, mm-hmm. and dunks were they were popping off to yeah. be honest for a minute. Like I really saw. Uh, I always wondered what they were as a kid, and as mm-hmm. I grew up, I had a couple. I have one cousin uh, who's a sneakerhead, and he's always been a sneakerhead, mm. and um, I mean. Like I said, I'd be around his friends and shit, and they oh, like dunks were different. Yeah. You know, they were really like they were. It's crazy because I think personally, when I see them, like they're a little kind of chunky for my taste. Yeah. You know, but like they're still like a sleek ass shoe at the same time, which I really fuck with. Um. So also, sorry if I'm cussing. Too no, much. no, you <laughs> no, no, you can cuss. Yeah. Right. All right, all right, yeah. solid. Damn, that's great to hear. <laughs> yeah. Um, but dunks were especially now that I go back, I see them less. But mm-hmm. the pairs that I do see are clean. Yeah. People keep their dunks like. They're starting to realize what they have now, yeah. you know, and I really like that because there's some shoes that are really have been slept on that yeah. like dunks are one of them that they're just Dude, like they're dunks are like so I I was into dunks back then but I couldn't afford them so yeah. when I got back into I was like starting to get bread and shit I was like you know I want to get dunks yeah so um starting to build that again now because like I'm a Nike head so mm-hmm. uh, the thing I love about dunks is just the concepts of the shoes there's so many great concepts that yeah. like you know and back to like artistry even like mm-hmm. the the designer who makes you know like the shoes and stuff like the mf dooms yep. like yeah. the de la souls and stuff there's so much art into the sneaker that yeah. i appreciate you know i really i feel like the dunks too like it's such i feel like they've used it but not enough like you see like variations of certain shoes like like af1s mm-hmm. right like af1s have a million fucking colorways, yeah. right i feel like dunks could be that shoe too as well it's just people are really asleep on it yeah mm-hmm. like Damn, there's a lot of shoes like I think yeah. about it. Nike shoes have, Dude, man, they've they've crossed it. Yeah, yeah. People, maybe one day. Hopefully. <laughs> sure. Um, we were talking about uh, sneakers. Uh, what was your favorite uh, bar ever spit about a pair of sneakers? Um, oh, it's a solid one. It's a Joey Badass line, and he was like, uh, "I traded my Nikes for a new mic. I guess you could say he sold his soul for a new life." And I was yeah. like, "Oh yeah. shit, man!" That was around the time I started getting into sneakers yeah. too. So I was just like. Yeah, I'm gonna start rapping about sneakers and shit. Oh man. yeah, man. there's just so many clean. Like, 
and this yeah Joey Badass man is just one of uh, he's a great artist and uh, I think the the connection between sneakers and hip hop or just sneakers and music in general there's yeah. uh, with sneakers fashion and everything mm -hmm. there's again it's all back to the art and how the artist presents himself um, going into your fits and um, we'll talk a little bit more about the fashion later yeah, but yeah. going into sneakers and things like that and building your outfits do you start from the bottom up or do you go top down lately i've been going top down mm. but i'm kind of pissed because when i was going bottom up my like my fits were a little bit more fire yeah. like, i've been slacking <laughs> lately man i've been like a little bit more conservative uh -huh. but when i was like doing like basing around sneakers and shit i would buy like the craziest sneakers possible yeah you know like lately i've been getting essentials and stuff to like help with the rest of the clothing mm. but uh like personally i think that's a better idea going from your bottom up, up yeah like i have uh what the hell are those shoes i had the uh the sketchers the one piece sketchers that dropped oh yeah and when i copped them i was like oh my god this is gonna allow me to like put so many new fits together and it has you yeah, know yeah. like the color coordination you really those have fire. to I love them, yeah. man. Those are like they're comfortable. People sleep on those, yeah, man. Yeah, they do. But when I was a, uh, when you look at shoes first, I feel like you're able to kind of be a little bit more pizzazzy yeah. with your yeah. fit, you know? Because if you have like, if you have a monotonous ass, you know, like oh my god, my staple piece is my shirt, yeah. And then you go with your pants, are usually like people like yeah. don't fuck with their pants as much yeah. as they yeah. should be, you know? And then they make it their way down to the sneakers, and it's like, all right. Your sneakers have to fucking match your monotonous shirt, yep. your staple piece, That's and your monotonous goes. pants, yep. and it's just like, I don't know. Man. Yeah, I can I can definitely get that because I feel like when, like you said, like when you go top down, the first thing you think about is just like a simple mm. tee. Oh, I'll just throw on a simple tee, and I'll throw on simple mm. pants, and then you already have simple in your mind, so then you go yeah. shoes. There's so much more crazy sneakers out there. I mean, there's a lot of like, especially getting into vintage, you know, there's a lot yeah. of like vintage t-shirts and things like that, but definitely can uh, understand that. Uh, going into you know with sneakers and being an artist, there's a lot of collaborations. Yeah, a lot, with, of, a lot of collaborations yeah. with artists. I believe you know Travis yeah. uh, is one of the major ones. You know the ones just came out, things yeah. like that. Um, if you had your own sneaker, if yeah. you know if if you're in the mindset, would you do a Cortez or you know what's kind of the collaboration? What company are you doing? What's it gonna look like? To be honest, I would probably do a Cortez. Yeah, I don't think Kendrick Lamar did him right. Like, I like him. Mm, I like him. Yeah. I like the colorways he went with. Like, the idea was cool. But I feel like he didn't go, like, as California as he could have. Yeah. You know? Like, that shoe right there is, like, it's a legendary shoe, man. Yeah. You know? Like, there's been so many different uses for it. And I feel like he didn't really pay homage to the roots as much mm -hmm. as he could have. Now, there's a lot of Nikes I would like oh, to do, yeah. though. Like, right. you let, me know, get, let me get those Travis's for Yeah. You. Like, I would definitely... I'm trying to think. If I had to do a Jordan, I'd probably go with, to be creative, I'd probably do go with like a four or mm -hmm. something like that, or maybe a five, something different. But like this right here, this this one was always, yeah, I, I like seeing it up close and personal mm -hmm. is cold. Like I can see the detail he put into it. I feel like the one though, if you're going to do a one, you got to do some funky shit. Yeah. With it, you mm -hmm. know, because like. Putting the, uh, oh damn, that's cold, man. I didn't even notice that. Anyway, putting like the uh, Nike logo a little bit lowered is like mm -hmm. a different feel. And then, um, like, you got the pouch, the kinda, sash yeah, pouch. Yeah, too, exactly. Like, he really did something different with this shoe. And, like, I feel like I can fuck with that even yeah. more, especially, mm -hmm. like, just the feel of it. Everything about it is just, it's a crisp ass shoe. And it, the ones are always a crisp ass yeah. shoe. But if you're going to do it, 
you know, yeah. do it up, man. Like exactly. People, like I feel like people go too yeah. like easy with it. Kendrick uh, Cortez, especially the house shoe one, the second one. Yeah. That came. I I was fucking with the first pair, the damn pair. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that was more like an album promotion shoe than yeah. doing something with Cali. Exactly. And then the whole entire bars. He, I love Kendrick, but like the whole entire bars he was spinning about bringing it back to, uh, you know, just simplicity and Cali mm-hmm. roots and everything like yeah. that. Like. I see more of an album promotion in the shoe than I do like he should like you said he could have done a lot of different things it would be dope to do like see a full like Cali Cortez with an artist like exactly. I think that'd be dope or I feel like too if we're gonna if I were to do a Cortez like I'm Mexican I'm full Mexican mm-hmm. and like in the Chicano well in the fucking California Chicano community mm-hmm. like that's our sh- like that's one of our shoes man mm-hmm. you know so I would definitely give back to like the roots on it you know like mexicans in california love cortez yeah. especially like in la so i would do like something with like uh probably like a mexican uh flag colorway type shit or add some like different uh i, I actually did a nike id i well not a nike id but i painted the same colorway that mm-hmm. was a mexican yeah. flag on one what shoe did you do it was a cortez yeah exactly yeah. man that'd be cold <laughs> yeah. like Except I already know what I would do. I'd put a gold, uh, like the Cortez, you know what I'm talking about, 72 yep. up front mm-hmm. instead of a silver, just to kind of like, you know. Just put a nice little touch. A little touch, yeah. little, my own personal mm. touch. There you go, man. And um, going, kind of switching gears over to fashion, mm-hmm. I know definitely you're you're one of, I think, the most stylish people in Des Moines, man. Like I as far as that. artists goes, yeah. like, you can put together a fit. And I definitely respect that because a lot of people – um, like we were talking about in previous episodes, especially with the hype now, they just put like Supreme, Supreme, exactly. Supreme, and then call it an outfit, but it's not. You like you get it. You gotta tell a story with the fit, or you gotta have like some sort of art. You know, just just with the fit, man. Like yeah. you gotta create a fit. And yeah, uh, you're gonna do some hype pieces yeah. too. Like you yeah. can't like have like one hype piece and then the rest of your fit is just trash. Yeah, exactly. Like, come on, But going into fashion, man, who's some of your inspirations? Oh. Man, there's a lot. Uh, Pharrell, for sure. Mm-hmm. I love Pharrell. Pharrell's probably my favorite designer. Um, I love that guy. That's my father right there, to hey, be honest. Pharrell, come on the podcast. Yeah, come on, <laughs> Pharrell. We need you, bro. Um, out here, Bugs in space have always, like, yeah. kept it player, kept it pimping, man. So, like, they've really... I don't know. I feel like with Bugs, like, he will wear a lot of cold shit. And, yeah. like, he's very open-minded with what he wears. And I'm like damn like that dude's open-minded he doesn't like it's not that he doesn't care but he's just like i don't care what people think like mm-hmm. i'm gonna wear what i want that's cold um prince for sure like my fits went from very very like like i said conservative to very like hypersexual and shit like mm-hmm. i'll wear like crop tops and like or i'll have my full ass like everything out except for yeah. like a completely unbuttoned shirts and shit you know like there's nothing wrong with that um rihanna rihanna's cold her, her man. Fit game, uh, i love her man yeah. she's like Meg the Stallion, mm-hmm. she's crazy with her colors and like yeah, there's a lot of uh people who've inspired me. But um oh and my cousin. Your cousin? Yeah, like I said, well uh me and my cousin were like kinda got into clothes around the same time. Okay. So he was always just like, Bro, I got this, have you seen this? And I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, I haven't seen that, have you seen this? So as we started trading ideas and stuff and like realizing what we could get away with and we were around the same size too, yeah. so like we would just share shit occasionally. Oh, that's the, yeah, that's the most so Family, um, California culture, like mm-hmm. I said, Cortez's and shit, uh, Boogs in Space, Pharrell, just like I said, Rihanna, mm-hmm. Meg, there's I mean, a ton of people. Yeah, for sure, man. I want to get into, um, you spoke about vintage clothing a lot. Mm-hmm. I want to like really get deep into like your love for vintage clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, it started with this man. Like He really like fueled it. I'm not <laughs> yeah. going to lie. Like 
I was always like into vintage shit. Like I grew up uh, a very nostalgic person. Mm-hmm. So the moment I found another person who likes wrestling shirts and shit like that yeah. and memorabilia, I was like, oh my god. Risingvintage.com. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shameless plug. You yeah. already know what's going on. Yeah. But um, he had all these cold ass pieces, and then Bowie too. Bowie knows I'm like. He's vintage hype, but he already knows I'm hella hype yeah. on this mm-hmm. or hella vintage on this shit. Like hype's cool, but there's just a part of like an old ass Stone Cold Steve Austin T-shirt mixed with the right shoes and mm-hmm. some light wash mm-hmm. tucked in. Like it's just a like a classic look. It puts your fit together, yeah. you know. Like, but I've always had like a love for yeah, for all sure, that old man. vintage shit, man. Yeah, old so just know all my music. Wow. I don't even listen to present day rap music, oh, really, man. Dude. I'm all old shit. Dude, it's it's something about just that the time and the era and everything like that that it's just it's just such a great era yeah. within music within fashion as well. Mm-hmm. There's some stuff you know you leave behind, but like like you said, the wrestling T-shirts and that's where you know like we met uh, last year at the pop up I was doing yeah, and everything like that, and then you came through and like I I was just there by myself. I remember the day too, and like you just come in, you're looking through shit, and he's like, "You got wrestling tees." We're talking about wrestling yeah. tees and shit, and then we just had a conversation and stuff, and like just liked some you know a lot of the same things and mm-hmm. the thing that i like about i you know wrestling i loved wrestling i still do and you mm-hmm. know everything like that but the t-shirts like the graphics are so sick and yeah. the dope thing about vintage clothing that i feel like people don't understand still to like you know it's just it's one of ones you won't see it exactly and like you'll see people in the same like it's nothing against people who wear supreme and shit like that like mm-hmm. i like supreme i like some of the stuff they come out with but mm-hmm. You you'll see people in that Supreme T-shirt. You won't see people in that uh, you know yeah. that random T-shirt yeah. that was from the you know nineties eighties. Yeah, like exactly. That. I feel like the quality. They don't make shirts like that. Yeah, that is so anymore, true. Man. That the is quality so true. is so fine. Yeah. Like even that little bit of a fade on that thicker T-shirt mm-hmm. with the boxy fit is just it's always been clean to me. Ooh, yeah. yes. I love how they used to make T-shirts. They oh, don't make that shit like yeah. that. If I were to come out with merch, I think that'd be it. I'm oh, gonna yeah. need a little bit of help from you, hey. but <laughs> like I need that old feel of just those thicker shirts yeah. like the quality they took time on the quality yeah. man you know and like it was a little bit more expensive back then yeah but you got something like those pieces withstood the test of time yeah like, there's mm-hmm. so much today's pieces probably won't no yeah. i don't think they will i guarantee you yeah. like you pay extra and it's it's like cheaper to make you pay yeah. more yeah. and it doesn't last that's, yeah. yeah that's just yeah that's talking what, about that yeah. Yeah. yeah but um i've got so many you know the one that day we went to WWE, mm-hmm. the DX shirt that you gave me. Mm-hmm. I got so many people that have came up to me and like, "Yo, this shit is fire!" Yeah, like where'd you get it? The quality is so like really, it's really yeah. good. Yeah, people so, sleep on that. Yeah, stuff. for sure. Oh yeah, people sure. just need to step their game up. You know, shop yeah. with Rising and Vintage Plug. No, yeah. Yeah. Yo, man, shop <laughs> with Rising again, man. He'll uh, hook you up. Like hey. he'll have you fitted right. Definitely, man. And uh. <laughs> Kind of get into past vintage. Um, yeah. With brands today, is there any like kind of fashion brands that uh, you you know one wear but also would want to work with possibly someday? Yeah. Um. Present day, Comme des Garcons is fire. Yeah. I love yeah. them, man. Um. Uh, it's such a simple piece, but like it, the like it's artistically speaks a lot. Mm-hmm. Like that's probably one of my favorites right now. Um. There's not any like like I don't want to say low end because that's like degrading as fuck. <laughs> but like you know what I'm talking about not like higher end that I'm like yeah. I need to work with him. Um, there's one dude in Des Moines. Uh, his name is uh, he goes by Eternal Eternal Artwork. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he's that's cold, I literally man. just sold a couple of vintage pieces to him. Yeah. He's the one who always buys my uh, Jesus shirts. Yeah, yeah. Dude, he's cold, yeah. man. Like he's a good dude. Like I would want to work with him. Shout to out to the homies. Yeah, yeah, shout out to him. He's like. His uh, quality is good. That's the thing. Like, I feel like not a lot of brands come out with quality. You'll be mm. paying all these, like, personally, I'm going to get, I'm going to come under some fire for this. Uh-oh. 
I don't like off white because Dang. of the quality. It's trash. Like again, if I'm gonna pay like this much, yeah. I want solid ass quality. Like vape, when I pay for vape shirts, the shirts are thick as hell. Yeah. Like everything is like the worth hoodies. It. Yeah, the so hoodies are fire. fire. Like they're worth it. You know, yeah. like you can yeah. tell the difference when, but like between paying for other shit. But like when you buy off white shit, like. It's like, oh my god, this is just a regular ass. Oh, someone's t-shirt. getting ready to tweet you right yeah. now. Yeah. Even with that, like, <laughs> even with that, I remember the whole um, the life of Pablo tees with yeah. the build-in quality. I know. Yeah. People yeah. are still paying for him yeah. and shit. Like I had the Kim K t-shirt, but like you bought. That's how we met. Yeah, that's yeah. how we Damn. met. And like, yeah, but like on Gildan though, yeah. like I would never pay like a hundred sixty dollars. Like for the, Gildan. The, yeah, like it's just crazy. How much should I give it to you for? I don't remember. I think it was like twenty bucks. Yeah, are you serious? Yeah, you're plugging, man. Damn. Yeah, search I, up how much that tea goes for I now. <laughs> Three hundred at least. <laughs> I, uh, but yeah, no, it's it's a dope teacher, man. Uh, uh, but no, that's the thing. Quality like that that will definitely change. But in a brand, would you want to work with like someone local, maybe, or would you want to work with somebody national? Like if you had a choice. Um. Damn, it's crazy that I would like that. I really I love Nike, mm-hmm. but like the artistic stuff that Adidas does, mm-hmm. like when they do with like. Who they have Alexander Wang shit like yeah. the Adidas Alexander Wang shit like I love their clothing I'd want to work with them but at the same time like I said I want a Nike I don't know what to do about yeah. that I might have to Kanye it up or Dang. something switch sides I don't know man sometimes I'm on the fence but for sure eternal locally and like I said Nike or Adidas one day I'm gonna oh. get there man I don't care what nobody oh, says yeah. I'm calling it right now that's all you got like speaking into existence man that's yeah. a big thing that I believe in like you know you could say like you know, whatever you want to say man and like if you keep on if you speak it and you keep on talking about it man it's gonna happen <laughs> 10 years from now if my dreams haven't killed me I'm yeah. gonna have a Nike hey. you know that right now and uh, friends and family oh yeah uh, okay. oh, we, I got like, you yeah. I got thank both you. of you thank you, you. Thank thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be like it's gonna be me we're gonna be like this is the next Travis Scott like come on man you already right. know hey <laughs> That'd be done. Actually, yeah, you better you better keep that promise. <laughs> it's a recording now. Bro. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Real quick, one more thing, one more thing too. I love and like this is like the most basic bitch shit. I love Versace. Okay. I love Versace. I love their like accessories. Yeah. I love the clothing. Like again, it's one of those brands where you pay more for yeah. like like it's not cheaper quality. You know what I'm talking about? But it's like. Not anything that's gonna like last. Yeah, last year. I literally just want a rope. Yeah, like bro, that, that rope. I've seen them. They're yeah. so fucking comfortable. Yeah. I yeah. felt them. They're so comfy. Yeah, I want it so bad. Like whenever I get on my bougie shit, bro. Mm. Like that's that's the first thing. Like we need I'm to pop like, out with that. Yeah, <laughs> popping out, mm. bro. Rope, Versace box. DJ Khaled, you know. Yeah. Is oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's me right there, bro. Oh, Shout out to Two Chains too, who did it with the. You ever seen the sneakers? Yeah. And shit? Oh, Shout the, out to um, Two Chains, man. What are they called? The the chain links. Yeah, right? yeah. I, I like them. I don't know a lot of people I like liked them, them too. I fucked yeah. with them. They were yeah. weird and wacky, and I loved them. I just love that you can actually see the artist in the shoe. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think I it's that. yeah. Talking about that, like kind of switching topics, but I feel like a, a lot of times, even what you said, the Kendrick thing, mm-hmm. you can't really see Cali in that. Yeah. But I feel like that's I. Well, at least with the Travis's, I can kind of see like you know. It's, how he did it and everything yeah. but I feel like a lot of artists right now they're just like prostituting a brand so like if they yeah. go with Nike yeah like they have their own Nike shoe but you can't really see the artist in mm-hmm. the shoe it's just okay a couple of designers the just album it. Yeah. or mm-hmm. whatever yeah. it may be you know just promotion music yeah. it's like I mean that's cool but artistry is artistry that's yeah. why I fuck with clothes and like shoes and kicks like everything so much because mm-hmm. it's artistry yeah. like if I'm gonna be putting something into some art I wouldn't half ass it I wouldn't do that with a song why would I do that with like a sneaker or a yeah, shirt or something for sure. like that you know 
Definitely. Now, uh, getting into music, uh, changing uh, shifts, I want to talk about some of your favorite albums that have motivated or inspired you. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, damn, there's a lot, man. <laughs> we could be here all day. Nah, for sure, uh, Purple Rain, mm. that's instant, instant. There's going to be a lot of old-ass albums. Uh, so many Earth, Wind, and Fire albums. Uh, Keith Sweat, Make It Last Forever. Trust me, man, I, I'm, you're going to hear, like, Keith Sweat, yeah. Jodeci, like... I'm I'm a very like oh man my voice cracked. Hey, to say this. I need to sound yeah. suave with this man. I was like I was about to go into the mic a little bit. Oh, yeah. I'm a very sexual person, very you know sexy uh, and shit. Yeah. Oh, and my oh, voice oh. cracked and shit when I said that. <laughs> anyway, but like I feel like uh, that inspires my style too. Like yeah. that old like that suave like fucking Casanova mm-hmm. type feel. That's you know like in, especially in music. I don't even listen to rap music that heavy, you know. Yeah. Like don't get me wrong, like Tip Himba Butterflies are instant classics. Yeah. I don't care what nobody said. But like if it's like that or go listen to Purple Rain all day on repeat, I'm gonna do that. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um I'm trying to think is there any more? Uh in the Bay there's this dude. Have you ever seen the movie uh Sorry to Bother You? I've seen clips but I haven't fully watched it yet. I wanna fucking watch that. It so came bad. out uh yeah. last year. Yeah, it's a good movie, man. Uh the dude who made it, his name is Boots Riley. Yep. Um and Boots Riley is a revolutionary to be honest. Oh, yeah. He's always at like protests yep. and always organizing great things to help the community. Um, but he makes album with a group called the Coop. Or he made uh, an al- albums with a group called mm-hmm. the Coop. Uh and those albums really inspired me to I was also a very revolutionary person in a minute when I was a kid that's what I said I wanted to be mm-hmm. I was like I want to be a revolutionary mm-hmm. you know I wanted to be that but actually I met him here oh really in yeah Des Moines he came to Drake one time and yeah. I met him and he was cool that's dope but those are you know some albums and artists that have inspired that's, me yeah and that's one thing that I've noticed that um, you have people and it's nothing wrong with it that like only today's music like even if like like you said like you're usually bumping older music i'm the yeah. same way man like i'm bumping like bro like even back to like the beatles like i listen exactly, to the beatles bro man. so much i listen to you know stevie like elton john billy yep. joel like just random like you know people and um that i really mess with that a lot of people like you'll, you'll be driving in the car you know you'll have the windows down and they're like why the fuck is this yeah, like, for real. like you're young as fuck why are you playing that? <laughs> but like it's the music, man, the music can is timeless, you know what I mean? Exactly. And you can listen to whatever you want, and, like, the time in that era can still go within today's music, I feel like. Like, they just don't make, like, we were talking about shirts. Mm-hmm. They don't make shirts how they used to. They don't make music like they used yeah. to, man. That's true. Occasionally, you have to search for a soul song now. But back in the day, soul songs were left and right, left I and right. I think everything right now is just, like, streams and Very bringing true. in views and stuff yeah. like that. It's like, dude, how many times are y'all going to say the same shit yeah. in a different ass yeah. way. Shout out space on that. How yeah. many times are you gonna say the same shit in a different it's true. way? Like, it's true. come on, man. Like, just come up with some new shit. Like, I mean, yeah, I'll make songs like fun ass rap songs, just mm-hmm. talking bullshit ignorance, and that's cool, you know. Like when you're in the studio with your homies, like mm-hmm. that's always fun to make. But sitting down and like talking about mm-hmm. how I'm truly feeling on the inside, like. How, how do you feel about some of the uh, the newer age rappers as in like a lot of like the littles like I, I call them fuck them no yeah. I'm playing, man. I'm playing. <laughs> nah they, they're artistic like yeah. I get it you know I get that uh, I feel like it's been overdone now but like the shit Lil Uzi was doing like Lil Uzi was making it okay to be weird mm-hmm. you know Lil Uzi was like saying oh my god like I'm into fucking rock art not, not like regular ass rock like yeah. you know I'm not into queen like I'm into like fucking screamo yeah. ass like my bad I'm into screamo-ass, like, crazy shit. I'm into shit that'll make you, like, 
he was making people turn their head a bit, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh my god, like, what the fuck is this guy on? And I fuck with that. Yeah. I fuck with all. I'm all for you being unique and creative, wearing different shit, you know, going outside of everyone's comfort zone. Those are my people, you know. Mm-hmm. Those are people I love. But lately, I feel like it's been overdone. Yeah, you know, like with all there's um, this term is stupid, but SoundCloud rappers are just like, you know, they just they're like they're feeding into the stereotype. Yeah, of oh man like I'm gonna color my dreads mm-hmm. I'm gonna get these face tattoos I'm gonna and say yeah a million times I'm gonna yeah. my nails like yeah. exactly bro people that was I was on some bullshit too I was like damn man people are starting to paint their nails man e-boys mm-hmm. are gonna have to find some different yeah. shit to do man <laughs> but, oh man uh, we spoke about collaborating uh, sneaker wise mm-hmm. if you had a chance to uh, like collab with a dream artist that's outside of hip hop uh, who would that be Can be dead or alive. Yeah. Oh wait. Oh, I was gonna yeah. say a lot of them are dead, so I yeah. don't know if I'd be able to. Um, the answer should be Prince, but I don't know if I could do justice to a Prince song. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, I would say, fuck, outside of hip hop, dead or alive, I'm gonna say, ooh, I'm gonna say fucking Bobby Brown, but like old Bobby Brown, like not like yeah, not George. not like you know, not like the oh, I've calmed down. I'm an older Bobby. Yeah. I'm talking like. Doing cocaine with Mike Tyson, Bobby Brown. Like <laughs> I want that. I'm talking, Bobby Brown. I want yeah. that I Bobby Brown in the Bobby studio Brown. for real, man. Like I mean, he's doing good. He's with his kids and shit now. Yeah. But like, dude, you know how good the music was <laughs> yeah, when we were good. like, when it was just like, oh my god, this guy's crazy. Like, dude, Bobby Brown and Michael Jackson butted heads for a bit. Not like, but like, you know yeah. what I mean. But like, people were comparing the two yeah. because. Bobby Brown was a bad boy, and Michael Jackson couldn't really be as bad as he yeah. wanted to. Yeah. Like, Name an album bad, but yeah, I, exactly. <laughs> like it's like, okay, what are we gonna do? Bobby Brown's like, or they, I can imagine Michael Jackson just sitting down with his mm-hmm. label sometime, and they're just, he's like, I want to be bad, and like yeah. Michael, I don't know how bad. Yeah, we can he kind of did that. He kind of yeah, did that. Yeah, I don't know how we can get you. You know, like how bad you want to be, and he's just like, all right, I got some ideas. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna wear a full leather fit, and I'm gonna dance a parking garage. Yeah. Is there going to be fighting or anything? No, just no, dancing. Just like, dancing. Like, dude, <laughs> Bobby Brown is fucking Janet Jackson and yep. Whitney Houston right now. Right. He's chilling with Mike Tyson right now. What are you doing? What do you want, man? He's just like, I mean, like, <laughs> I can be bad. Like, um, no, Michael, yeah. you can't be bad, dude. <laughs> be a kid oh, again, you know? <laughs> yeah. Talking about that, I wanted to talk about, um, we, didn't, we didn't put it down, but it, it deals with music and just stuff that I've been personally like uh, diving into mm. is being like uh, signing with the label or being uh, yeah. And, yeah yeah I mean I feel there's gives like you know there's pros and cons to both situations uh, sitting down with the label like your creativity gets less but you get more ingredients for what you need so you get more studio time promotion yeah. like everything not gets paid for but you know like gets done in advance it's like less of a worry but keeping your money, that's independent. But it's a lot harder when you're independent, you know? Like, mass producing CD, no one buys CDs anymore and shit. Yeah. But, like, mass, like, putting your music on, like, platforms and shit and making sure it's gonna sell, that promotion, mm-hmm. like, that's different, you know? That's harder. But when you're indie, like, the reason Chance the Rapper is so rich is because of shows, mm-hmm. is because of SoundCloud. And I feel like you can't really do that much anymore. That whole sound, the whole SoundCloud era is, like, dying yeah, right now. It's switching to, uh, you know, and even people putting their music on Apple Music and uh, Spotify and things like yeah. that. That seems like the move that everyone's doing. And the thing I've noticed a lot, um, like you said, with CDs, like they're dying and things like that. Yeah. 
you I feel like you can be successful as an independent artist, but if you know how to market. There's yeah. people and uh, we spoke with Bewell about this was yeah. like basically the marketing and business with the music, you need that kind of side also. You need to know how to market your stuff. Um, because you have artists that are great but they don't put their you know, like the music out there as well because they don't know how to market it. So yeah. there's the both sides of everything and uh, some people that's why they go like in the record exactly. how I feel like they go in the record side because they're like well these people will know how to do it yeah. and they're gonna market me mm-hmm. like it's yeah. gonna be that easy but music like I mean do you feel like you'd want to ever be like if say like one of these big record companies came yeah. to you and said here's a deal would you want to you know kind of sign with us what, what, what would what would you think what would be like you're like this is the only way I'll sign with you guys or I'm just gonna sign with you yeah. guys creative control is a very big thing mm-hmm. like dude fucking they told prince like you can't release music unless we give you the okay yeah and, like we have like he couldn't make the weird shit he wanted to make isn't like, that what uzi had a problem with yeah too? exactly mm-hmm. uzi's on the same shit right now like i want to be free wayne was on the same shit yeah. i want to be free so like if it's someone i know cares about the culture it's so, like say for us i am mother was just like we want to sign you i mean i would look into it but i would look into it less compared to like if Let's say just a random big ass like label. Sony or yeah, something if Sony like that. wanted to sign yeah. me or RCA wanted to sign me, mm. like, damn, hey, uh, uh, I mean, uh, no, <laughs> so, no, yeah, <laughs> no. So like, if they wanted to sign me, I would again look into it. Like, I have lawyers in my family, so it would be a bit easier, mm-hmm. you know, an easier oh. process. But like, if like fucking Top Dog wanted to sign me, something mm. like that, something where I know the artists on that are getting, um. Yeah, their fair share, their play, creative control. The only ones who I couldn't do it, who I know I'd get creative control, is like, this is just hypothetical. If OVO one day wanted to sign me, and it's like, damn, y'all have some hard ass hitters, but everyone gets overshined by Drake. You know, like, dude, personally, I'm going to get hit for this too. I think Party Next Door is a better artist. Mm. I didn't say singer or anything like that. Artist than Drake, but he doesn't get the sign that he should because Drake is like this pop star, this huge ass dude. Drake's growing his stuff in. Between Drake and The Weeknd yeah. and the, the OVO and the EXO and everything yeah. like that, they've pushed their stuff so far that people get, I feel like, pushed down a little bit yeah. more. And so maybe they should just let them run with it. And exactly. then maybe Drake, you know, I don't know. I'd even know half of the time, a lot of times when I was looking into it, that Drake had his own, like, the OVO. Yeah. And then, like, all the artists that were signed under For OVO. real. They, they don't get the shine. Yeah, exactly. They have some solid-ass artists, but they don't get played because, like, oh, we're going to spend all of our shit, all of our money, everything is going to yeah. go into whatever Drake wants to mm. do. And it's like, damn, man, like, a lot of I don't money. know if I could do that. Yeah. Like, think about it. If I were to sign with Pharrell, like, 10 years ago, mm-hmm. or not even, like, if I were to have signed with Pharrell when, even with, uh, what the hell is that song? Like, this big, Happy. Yeah. Like, when that album, Girl, that's a good ass album. Yeah. Anyway, but when, if I were to sign when he dropped that, like, I'd have been screwed. Yeah. They would the whole label would have been like, yo, we're, we're gonna push yeah. Pharrell shit. We're not gonna push your shit as hard. Like I mean, real recognized real in the world, but like, dude, they're not pushing your shit anymore. The industry, mm. like, you really have to have something crazy for to last and for them to push your shit. So I don't know, man. I'd probably stay independent for like a minute mm-hmm. and then 
go with what I wanted to do. Like, yeah. go with a, a label that's what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. or where I want to be. And I actually, you know, going within kind of the creative control and the artistry, I know that, um, I mean, you know, from switching kind of up, like, you know, we've talked about getting into a full, you know, with music and learning instruments and things like that. What are some things that you see in the future that you kind of really want to do with music, whether it is, yeah. do you want to like perform, like, do you want to sing? I guess that's one of my like yeah. questions I was curious about. Like, do you, do you see yourself kind of going into maybe something with, field, yeah. yeah, like a different field? Um, yeah, I want to make albums that are like, no song is the same genre type mm. shit, you know? Like, I've been working on my singing voice. I'm not going to sing for us right now. Nice. Like, you know what I mean? You know, yeah, exactly. Get you with the exclusive. But when the time does arise, I will like, that's what I want. I want to just not be seen as I rap and I can rap my ass off. That's one thing I know from a fact. Like I could like, if I have nothing else, I can rap my fucking ass off, yeah. <laughs> which is cool. But, um, I want to <coughs> shake everything up. I want to teach myself how to play an infinite amount of instruments. I want to have music that everybody, not everybody, but everyone can have a story with. Everyone yeah. can make like personal for themselves the way that I do, you know? Yeah. Um, I feel like with rap music, you kind of can't do that as no. you know as much as you'd like to. Yeah. Like everything, especially if you want to like have a living in this industry, you have to like just make shit that can be marketed. Like yeah. I want to make shit that people can feel in their soul. You know, um, I have taught myself. I'm teaching myself how to play guitar. Taught myself how to play bass. I'm teaching myself how to produce with the help of a couple of friends and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, I've always been into music. I was like playing instruments when I was younger. I've been in band for. Uh, I was in band from like fourth grade to like. Uh, 11th grade or some mm. shit like that so those like every instrument in a band I'd like love to be able to play Yeah, I'd like to go again I mentioned this motherfucker a lot but the Prince route was he played every instrument on yeah. his fucking yeah. album and sang it yeah. and mixed it and mastered it like legend bro and then took pictures of it Yeah. Um, and then I'd also like to go into different fields too like I said I write a shit to I model like lately I don't know. You have me in high demand, dude. Ever since I've did your shit, hey. everyone's like, let's do a shoot. Let's do a shoot. Dope. So, I mean, I'd like to pursue that, too. I'd like to pursue designing. Like I said, like, music is going to be great. But Just full creative. That whole Kanye yeah. type. Exactly. Yeah. I want to be a creative, man. Yeah. Like, music's cool and I it's love not just it. limited to one and that's like yeah. that's something like we've talked about before and like you know with me like you know I sell vintage clothing yeah you can have creativeness in that within like doing like what I do with the photo shoots mm-hmm. and things like that but like I won't I want to you know be more of a creative than just one you can't let anything box you in and that's Absolutely. that's something yeah. that um, is dope and I see in, like in you also is like you're not just boxing into one thing you like to jump out of the realm and go into different things so all right. Well, like, yeah, man. Like, me and you were on the same page, yeah. and I'm happy that you see yeah. that, dude, because I've been trying to push that. <laughs> it's seen. You know? It's like seen. I'm good, man. It's official. Damn. Hey. Finally. Praise the Lord. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, getting into kind of, you know, being a local artist here, um, how do you feel the scene here has changed, and do you think it, it could grow into something big? Um, yes, but... We need, like, enough of this. I'm trying to put the city on my back shit. Mm. Like, dude, you can take over your city. That's cool. Trying to put it on the map is a completely different story. It's hard. Mm -hmm. Like, you really have to come up with something that nobody has ever seen before for them to be like, where's this guy from? Or Mm -hmm. where's this person from? Um, I feel like lately we've been doing a great-ass job of uplifting each other, man. Mm -hmm. Like, with the dudes at UVT... Like, I, follow, I went from following them on Twitter to, like, now, like, I fuck with them heavy. They're hella cool. I fuck with their music. I fuck with their messages and shit. Um, I feel like we've grown a lot since 
back in the day, it used to just be like wave shows. Like the wave was the group that everyone was like, oh my god, man, like mm-hmm. these motherfuckers are talented. And they shouted out to them. They put me on too. They put gave me my first couple shows. But ever since then, people realize. These are kids I went to school with. Yeah. These are kids that mm. I've been growing up with. Like, I can do this shit, too. You know? Like, I have some shit that I want to say. I'm going to be able to do it, too. Um, a couple people have told me I've been that voice for them. And I'm extremely grateful and, like, humbled by that. Like, the fact that I've been able to inspire some people. And I feel like we should keep doing that. Yeah. Like, like, this period, this point of what we're in right now, if this shit, like, keeps growing. And sometimes I see it fluctuating sometimes, mm. you know, that, like, people will be, like, at each other's necks or not fuck with each other. If this shit right here keeps on growing, we're going to be fine. If we're going to do yeah, great. I feel like if you surround yourself with the right people and this things, and I'm, I mean, in like that scene, but I know people, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, and within that scene, and it's the thing I see the most is there's groups. Yeah. There's certain groups, and it's such a small area. It's the same mm-hmm. thing within our culture of sneakers and stuff like that. Yeah. It's such a small area that if you came together, you could grow something bigger and hit, you know, even if it's just the Midwest, but, you know, yeah, nationwide exactly. and stuff. So. I fuck with that too. Think about it. Your yeah. guys' field and my field is like, that's, I never realized it. Think about it. You come up with a stage name, yeah. or you come up with a name that represents you. Yeah. After that, you get a product. Yeah. Some people's product happens to be better than other people's yeah. product, you know? Or some people's product happens to be different than other people's product. Yep. Different lanes, different levels, different sizes. And then you expand, you market, you try and sell it to as much people as you yep. possibly can. And, like, selling it's cool, but the dopest part about it is the fact that, oh, my God, like, this is shit that I'm passionate about. Yep. I did that. So, like, our fields, they're really hand-in-hand, hand, yep. man. Like, like especially you keep hell of people fitted that make music yep. as you, like, I mean, as it <laughs> should be, you know? Like... <laughs> And, like, you keep me fitted, and I try and plug your shit as much as possible yeah. because, like I said, we're creatives. Yeah, we're hand insane, in hand. Bro. And, like, shit, yeah. and I definitely appreciate that, man. And uh, I think I think in general with Des Moines, <laughs> if there's, like, just people that, like, you know, you, Space, you know, yeah. Fly Life, you know, just all, you know, everyone from UVT, yeah. like, just that whole group within, you know, like, basically everybody that performed, like, within... Um, what was it culture con oh yeah yeah like that that started in you know in january right so like i feel like this year is such a year with growth like you were saying um within the music uh here in des moines and i i feel like this year if we keep pushing at it i mean it's only july or it's only june June. barely june barely june uh but in july you know even with culture shock you know if we just keep on pushing and people uh, you know keep on growing and get that media coverage out there too mm-hmm. and get the coverage out there because mm-hmm. people can be doing dope shit but if people aren't seeing it then what are you you know people don't know what's yeah. going on so. i feel like people are getting more open-minded too yeah. which is crazy yeah. like for a minute nobody was fucking with any like it was unless i know you i don't fuck with your music yeah anymore, you know and like yeah. now people are like open-minded with the shit and it's yeah. really cool like uh my boy his name is gamble and super low-key he's my favorite artist like mm. in the state you know like he's a really good ass artist um, he his music is very unorthodox you know like sometimes he'll like have some like cold ass rap shit mm-hmm. but then other times he'll like sing beautifully and shit over like a guitar sample man like oh. the thing is and like I, if I put people on they actually give it a listen you know, it used to be like, oh, I don't I'll know that motherfucker. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll check it out, and they don't. Yeah. And then, like, people hit me back, like, bro, your voice shit is cold. Yeah. And I'm like, I, yeah, man, thank you for listening to it, yeah. you know? And people have been doing that with my shit, too. Like, I mean, again, the new shit that I have, like, kicking out, like, yeah. it's going to be different, you know? Like, I'm going to be making some unorthodox, weird-ass shit. I'm going to be, like, fucking speaking in tongues if I want. I don't mm. know. But, you know, like, it's people will give it a listen, and I'm really grateful for that, that people in my scene are finally starting to open up to 
differences you know yeah. are opening up like we're expressing ourselves at yeah. this point more than ever and i feel like people see that people see that we're putting our soul onto these tracks or into a performance or whatever people, it may yeah, be you they know? gotta appreciate that you know mm-hmm. um one uh, one question i i like to ask you know everyone in des moines that's local and artists and things yeah what um i was speaking with b well i speak with other artists about it is do you think there's a point in time within des moines that um des moines artists even together or just separate could mm-hmm either sell out or gain a spot like Wells Fargo Wells Fargo yeah to be honest yeah like Wells Fargo specifically Mm -hmm. though Mm -hmm. because the thing is a lot of venues in Des Moines realize like oh my god like there's some people out here that can be marketed Mm -hmm. we can push that I feel like there's gonna be one person Mm -hmm. That it might be that, it could be whatever that'll be known like throughout the Midwest that will just have the formula. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Have the style to them, have the yeah. difference to them, have like a creative voice, have something that will appeal to people and like at the same time make them be like, what in the fuck is yeah. that? That's incredible, yeah. you know? So I feel like Wells Fargo could potentially, I don't know about sell out, but yeah. could get packed, you yeah, know? Get could packed. like Good. that especially uh out here there's a lot of people it's very community based out Mm -hmm. here like i said in california california is completely different man like either there's like areas where everyone's in everybody's shit yeah and then not so much you know the rest of the just larger so like yeah yeah but out here everybody in des moines knows someone from every single side you know everyone (laughs) like it's small enough that like people will know you from every side but at the same time we're able to uh I don't want to put it. We know each other from everybody's side, but, like, there's still people to meet. Yeah. It's big enough so that we can spread and, like, always meeting new people and stuff. And it's cold. Um, I like that community base, but sometimes, like, if you're doing bad shit, then yeah. everybody's yeah, kind of in your business, you yeah, know? That's yeah, that's true. I think it'd be... I was thinking about that, to be honest, to just do, like, a whole, like, event there. Mm-hmm. The only problem with that, and you were talking about it, is that I feel like a lot of the event vent like the people who actually decide hey this event's gonna be going on aren't so open-minded as the community should yeah. be because i've seen it so many times where artists will say hey um we want to do this at this venue and then the the people that actually like make the decisions are like that's not good enough it's mm-hmm. not you know mainstream or or really something that we would want to be known exactly. to, to you know like have here yeah people are i mean artists i feel like the venue owners too a lot of them are cool with creative control but like some of them are older people too you know so like this is like we're having a not a renaissance kind of we're having kind of a little boom in the city right now um where people are realizing like oh shit i can have a rap show here and that shit will sell Mm -hmm. you know like Again, I feel like the wave kind of did that for people. Like, when they were performing at Valair and it was, like, fucking front to back, yeah. like, left to right filled, yep. people were realizing, like, oh, shit, we can put rap shows here. We can put kids performing here, and people will come, yeah. you know? Um, and I feel like we lost that, but slowly but surely, it's it's booming back up, yeah. you know? And I hope that the older promoters out there, please yep. listen to this. Gerald, um, yeah, Jerry. Come, come on, <laughs> man. The kids love you guys. The kids have great ideas. Uh, we promise nobody will scrap. Yeah. Please, yeah. we promise nobody I, yeah. will scrap. No one. Come on. This man. isn't California, man. I promise <laughs> you, we'll be fine out here. No one's got yeah. guns like that, man. <laughs> All right, man. And getting into uh, at least the final music question, mm-hmm. 
going into like say you know even 20 years from now or just where if you stop today what would you like your legacy to be remembered as uh within music i would like to be the motherfucker that said okay i see what you guys are doing that's great i don't give a fuck Mm. i'm gonna do what i wanted to do regardless you know of what everyone else is doing i want to be the person that came in and like made people realize that Mexicans have unlimited amounts of musical potential and we shouldn't be in one lane. I want to be the person that wore a fucking crop top and fucking Birkenstocks and people realize that's a hard motherfucker right there. Mm. I want to be the person that makes a difference. I want to be the person that opens people's eyes. I want to be Nirvana for Mm. everybody. You know, not the group. You know what I yeah. mean? Like the, no, I get the, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like I want to be that. I want to be the thing that opens people's eyes, and like I want to be the wow factor without like having to like disrespect people and shit like that. I want people to be able to realize I can be who I want to be. You know, because I'm me. No yeah. one else is me. You know, like for a minute, like especially in California. Um, where I, I was born in a city called Fresno, but I was raised in Oakland. Mm. And Fresno's a very fucking conservative place. Yeah. You know? Like, I love it. I do. I love how hot it is there. I love the food that they have there. I love the people, uh, most of the people that they have out there. But it's a very conservative place. And, like, dude, if I were to wear the shit I wear in Fresno right now, people would, like, be, what in the fuck are you doing? Not, like, a good, like, oh, my God. Like, what in the fuck yeah. are you doing? Like, why are you wearing that shit? Why are you saying that shit? Why are you doing that shit? I was grateful to be, you know, in Oakland, and um, I was grateful to be out there where I was open-minded, but I would like everywhere to be as open-minded as there. Yeah. I'd like to be the person that opens everybody's mm-hmm. eyes and be like, when I'm gone one day, I want motherfuckers to realize, damn, we should have done what he was doing when he was here, Yeah, you know? I think that is definitely going to change, especially how we spoke about you know the older i would say the older people generation, uh, yeah, yeah generation like you know people pass and whatever and then there's like our generation mm-hmm. where we're more open-minded and that's soon going to be like the business owners yeah. the people that really run shit the politicians yeah politicians yeah, yeah. we need a fucking tatted up president man yeah we need somebody who's got some like not even like a regular ass like traditional tat we need like some dude with like fucking dude, a like drunk tattoo full, on him or some two shit two like full that. sleeves yeah and, like, exactly vapes and shit. Like, just fucking uh, like earrings and yeah. shit, like a septum pierced. Yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> bro, man. I saw I saw a um, a meme of Barack Obama with he had yeah, way. Oh, I seen oh, that yeah. shit, bro. Of like, think oh, about it. We had man. a president that did that shit. Yeah. Do you know how many people would follow um, him from our generation? Yeah, I'm voting, man. Like, I'm voting for that motherfucker. I think. <laughs> I think honestly, like, and like you said, like, just the open mindedness. I think that's just across music, across everything, like. We need to become, and it's definitely there. And Des Moines is honestly grown so much in that. But like, it's we just need to be more open minded. Yeah. If there's like a, you know, getting into like some serious shit, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just we just need to be more open minded within <laughs> it comes to you know just everything. Like you still see it, you still see shit, and it's just yeah, man. Like, how do you not like? It's like, yeah. dude, people don't know how to stay in their fucking business know, too. Man. It's like, dude. How are you that hateful of someone else that you need to express that into the world? Yeah. Like, you need to put that negativity out there. Like, mm-hmm. dude, like, oh, my God. 
this person believes in this. This yeah. person believes in that. This person is this sexual. Like that don't that shit don't concern you, dog. Yeah. Like what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I think it's just the same thing going back to how they were raised. And yeah. People, yeah or, or or people aren't just happy. They're not happy with themselves, yeah. so they don't want to see other people happy. Exactly. And I think it goes into and the thing I've noticed and just in personal in my life is. Mm. You have to, there's going to be a lot of negative and there's going to be a lot of hate within the world, whether it's you can't fucking do what you're doing, you can't yeah. you can't do this, you can't transition into whatever you want to transition into, um, and you just keep on pushing the positivity and the positivity will go over to, uh, yeah. you know, push the negativity aside, man. Like that's What we got to do, we got to, you know, cancel it out. Yeah. And it's rough. Yeah. I mean, I love hugging people, but at the same time, if I could punch a Nazi in the face, yeah. I would do it. You yeah, know? exactly, like, bro. Exactly, <laughs> Like, man. come on, man. <laughs> Sure. Well, kind of. Um, first of all, we do want to thank you for coming on, man. Oh, of course. Dude, thank you for having it. me, man. Yeah. I love this. It was Dude, a I want to ask for one favor, if you could. What, you what we spoke about. Oh, oh yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Could you, uh, write a, I want to. I want to hear you spit, bro. Yeah, bro. For we're gonna, sure. We're gonna Full do drop. something. We're gonna do something new. Uh, and this is a, you're the inaugural person, man. Inaugural person. Yeah, let's oh my go. God. Let's go. Uh, you're gonna have me do five fingers of yeah, death type shit. Five fingers <laughs> of death, bro. We're gonna have you spit, man. We're Acapella. gonna call it. What was it? Full drop uh, freestyle. Full drop freestyle. Full drop freestyle, freestyle man. I'm go, fucking bro. with it. Uh, right. Again, we're gonna end with this. Uh, we do want to thank for uh, Julian coming on. We want to thank you know just you coming on and supporting the podcast, always supporting us, and uh, uh, we're gonna end it with this. Here we go. All right. Now I'm on my AB. My team take the credit. You tell them to trade me. She won't have my baby. I said that I'm chilling. And now when she talk to her friends, I'm the villain. I step in the building. Oh, that's Julian. Love a boy fitted in Comme de Garçon. That I'm some light watching Cortez is on. I want a bad. It won't take me too long. They know my face off a song. I promise that I'ma just get where I need to be. And she said I'm way too flirtatious and status. Way easy to just see the freak with me. Now pops told me I ain't got decency. Hey, why in the fuck would I want it? I dress like a kid. I ain't scared of a bit. If I crave it, then they put me on it. Mm-hmm. Hey. hey, there you go. go. We'll end it with that. Uh, we'll see you in the next one. Thanks, man. Of course, man. I'll be back. Just love you guys. Shout out to everybody out there listening. We love you guys. And I love. shout out to the culture, man. Sneakers, clothing, music. Mm. Be creative. Love yourself. Be unique. How? I'm sorry. Right. Peace. Peace. <laughs>